What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Almost a Rockstar Life. I am Trevor Anthony, your host. All right, here's the thing. On our first podcast, we talked about what being an MC is, how to get a job. Well, guess what? You got the job. You booked the job. Now what? Being an MC is a little bit crazy because there's really no formula to it. Every agency is going to be different. But I'm going to give you the standard and then throw in a couple examples. First and foremost, though, folks, if you book a gig, please, please, please try to book that gig through the actual agency, not a third-party agency. Those third-party agencies are good for brand ambassadors or product specialists or anything but MCs. You are an MC. You deserve to make as much money as possible. And these third-party people, they will take away a ton of that money. And most of them, they kind of suck too, to be honest with you. So fortunately for most of my career, I don't think I've ever booked an MC. No, that's that's a lie. I've probably booked maybe three. Three in 18 years of being a professional MC. I've probably booked three through a third-party agency. So I highly recommend not to do it. However, if you are new to the business, this may be your only option. So, hey, when you're new, you take what you can get. And we're going to talk about a lot of that in our pay episode, but that is not today. Today is all about getting you ready, getting you amped up for your first gig. Now, being an MC, there's two main type of gigs. There is the the mobile gig and there is a fly in fly out most likely if this is your first mc gig ever you're going to be on the mobile gig you're you're going to start low you're basically you're going to land a gig with a promotional marketing agency you're going to be the mc and you're going to travel across the country in a vehicle of some sort with your team now i've only done that twice my very first two gigs my first gig uh, was with Shoe Carnival, as I mentioned in the last episode. <laughs> I'm going to talk about Shoe Carnival a lot because, man, that was a shit show, but in a good way. I had so much fun on that goofy gig. But basically what it was is I had my tour bus, I had the driver, and we traveled everywhere. We, there were no breaks uh, in eight months of touring. We just Went from city to city doing our thing. Now, I got lucky because a couple times we went through Chicago, and that's where my parents were. So I did get a couple nights at home. So that was pretty sweet. But we never had any actual locked-in breaks. So that is a mobile tour. That's where you are going to get hired. You're going to go to training, and you're going to get in your vehicle. I was fortunate. I had a freaking luxury tour bus. That's not... (laughs) <laughs> that is a rarity unless you are an actual rock star. We already talked about how this is almost a rock star. Now, my other touring gig was with ESPN College Game Day, and we had two vehicles. We had our main big truck that pulled a rig, and then we had our like 15-passenger van that held like six of us. So that wasn't too bad. I'd always just kind of chill out in the back row and sleep the entire damn time. But then you might also get a big thing that they're doing nowadays. And even when I was on the other side, when I was a suit in the office, I ran Verizon for Marketing Works. And these were two uh, person teams and they were in Hummers. And this could be a Hummer. It could be a pickup truck, whatever. A lot of people are doing those uh, those 
sprinter vans now. So it can get kind of uncomfortable that way. But anyway, you're going to be traveling with that person. So you better hope that you love your partners because you are going to be up close and personal with them nonstop. Now, the other version is the fly and fly out. That's when you get a little bit more experience, you get the luxurious gig where you don't have to really worry about setup and tear down anymore. You are flying in. The agency is paying for your flight. They're paying for everything. You fly in. You're handed the microphone. You do your thing. You turn that baby off and you are done. No responsibility whatsoever after that, which is kind of a nice, kind of a nice life. Because when you are touring and you are actually part of that mobile team, you're probably going to be sending in recaps and all this other crap. Now, a lot of times you'll have a account manager or a tour manager with you. So they'll be doing that, but not always. Sometimes you're still responsible for that vehicle. You're still responsible to get where you need to get. You're still responsible for paperwork, for inventory, all that jazz. When you get to fly in and fly out level, which is very nice, uh, you have no responsibilities. Now, all right, let me take that back. A very good MC will have responsibilities beforehand, which is doing your research. Do your research, people. What drives me crazy is MCs that will get a gig and then they show up and they don't know jack shit about what they're talking about. And to me, I, I just don't get that because I would feel uncomfortable not knowing what I was talking about. That would just be weird to me. And I want to be comfortable. I want to be able to fly off the handle. I want to be able to take curveballs and deal with them. I mean, I, I'm not going to, I will never bash a particular MC. Now, there's plenty that I've seen that are terrible, but I'll never mention them by name and I, I won't give them up. But there was an MC that I heard about that was on a racing circuit and it was for the whole circuit. So it was multiple, multiple races and they was always the same drivers because that's how racing circuits go. And this particular MC from the very first gig to the very last gig still could not pronounce like the most popular driver's names correctly. That's insane, folks. That's just, that is so lazy and it drives me crazy because that first race, you should know how to pronounce these people's names. And then 19, 20 races later, you definitely should know. And that's just being lazy. So don't be a lazy MC, folks. Do your freaking research. Get to know what you are talking about. Now, I've kind of gone on a little tangent. That's going to be a whole other episode, too, is your prep. But I digress. We go back to fly and fly out. So the only real responsibility you have is making sure you get on your flight, get to the gig on time, and that you are well prepared when you get to that gig. So those are the two kinds. You've got the mobile kind, and you've got the fly and fly out kind. Now, I'm going to focus a little bit more on the mobile because most of you listening are probably new to this. And the glorious thing about being an MC is you're going to get paid a decent amount. And then once you get more experience, you're going to get paid quite a bit to travel across the country, even the world. I mean, that's the coolest thing about it. But when I worked with Shoe Carnival, I was born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona. I spent a lot of time in Colorado, Arizona, California, and Illinois. And that was about it. A little bit of Florida, I think, as a kid. That's about it. I, I hadn't seen any other parts of the country at all. 
Then I get this shoe carnival gig and I'm traveling all over the South. I'm traveling all over the Northeast, the Midwest. It was awesome. I saw towns, cities that I never in a million years would have ever thought of, didn't know, even know existed. And I'm getting paid to do it. And the good thing is, especially when you're on the mobile aspect of it, you're going to be going to these towns and you're going to have time to really check them out most of the time because you're going to get in, probably have a day off and then you'll probably like set up and then you'll have your activations. So that's kind of, you know, let me just talk about that real quick. So you get on this mobile tour the way it's most likely going to be set up. And once again, this is not a hundred percent because everything's different, but this is just kind of a standard way that it works. Let's just go Monday to Sunday. So you're probably going to drive, let's say Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, you get in Tuesday night, say to Albuquerque, New Mexico, Wednesday, you'll probably have a day off, which you should, if you're working with a good agency, because you should have a freaking day off if not two. And then Thursday, you'll probably set up your activation, which is, I don't know, you're going to, uh, let's just say a college football game. So you'll set up that Thursday and then you activate Friday and Saturday, maybe Sunday, and then maybe you tear down on Sunday. And then on Monday, you're driving again, depending on how far you have to go. Maybe you take the day off on that Monday and then you drive on Tuesday, but typically it's like two travel days, a day off, and then work the rest of the week. So when I was on shoe carnival with my boy, Lou, we always liked to get into cities early. So we would take turns driving, even though I shouldn't say this, but this was in 2000. So I can't really get in trouble for it now. I would drive the bus when we were on these long stretches of freeway, um, just so we could get in towns earlier and have either an extra day off or just more time in that town. So you get to actually see and enjoy these towns. Now, when you fly and fly out, the only time I'm really going to get to see them is if I decide to take an early flight out. So I just went to Monterey for the race in Laguna Seca and I took an early flight so that I could cruise around Monterey all day. And plus I'm going, I live in Nashville now, so I'm going Midwest to West Coast. So I also gained two hours. So that was pretty cool. So I actually got to enjoy some time. But once you get into the work, you really don't have that much time or I'm also a little older now. So as soon as I'm done, I get back to my hotel room and I usually have a cocktail and relax. Netflix and chill, if you will, people. But before, you know, when you're younger, you probably still have crazy energy or you haven't seen anything yet. So you want to get out and about. So you, you can kind of like grab dinners at cool places or maybe grab some drinks at some cool bars. So you still get to see a little bit of it, just not as much. However, on Fly and Fly Out, most agencies, they're going to pay for you to get there and leave. Now, they don't care when you get there or when you leave. Now, they're not going to pay for your hotel room. You know, if you decide, if I say, hey, I want to get there on Monday, but I don't actually have to be there till Thursday, they're still going to pay for my flight to get there on Monday, but then I'm on my own Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday, their hotel room will kick in. Or if you even want to do it on the back end, like say I'm done on Sunday, but I want to stay till Tuesday, hey, they're going to pay for my hotel room that Sunday night, but that Monday and that Tuesday, I'm on my own. So that's also kind of cool. You can kind of adjust that, but get a little bit too more, too detailed into this, but those are your two main ways um, of being an MC. It's the mobile tour and the fly and fly out. Now, it's crazy, man. Like, 
some of these tours are long. Eight months, I told you, was shoe carnival. That was crazy. My ESPN College game day one was about four and a half months. You know, some of these are even year long. So you really have to be mentally prepared. If you've never done anything like this, it's nuts. And you just have to enjoy the process. You're going to have some really shitty days, but you're also going to have some awesome days that you just can't let your emotions get too high or too low. And also you just have to make your hotel rooms like home. Like that's such a key thing. If I could tell any beginning MCs a way to maintain in this business, it's just making sure that your hotel room is like home. And we'll we'll dive more into that in another episode as well. See, we got so many good episodes coming up, folks. It's going to be awesome. But you make those your home so that it doesn't feel like a stuffy hotel room. And you're going to be bouncing a lot. But with that you also get the bonus of having these reward points. So that's another amazing part of, you know, traveling for work, being an MC, is you're getting paid to travel and then you're getting paid and you're getting all these reward points. So stock up on those freaking reward points. Get them all, get Hilton, get Marriott, get IHG, your flights. Biggest thing for new MCs, and I wish somebody would have told me this, when it comes to airlines, pick one, pick two airlines. One is your priority airline, and then pick a, a secondary airline and stick with those airlines as best you can. Now, some agencies, they're not gonna let you select, and that sucks, but sometimes they're just gonna have an intern that's got a freaking checklist of crap that they need to do, book Trevor's flight. Okay, I'm gonna have him fly to five different cities because it's the cheapest, but uh, okay, I'll X that off. So you're going to deal with the interns at some point, but if you can pick an airline, stick with it. And oh my God, you will be so happy. I'm a Southwest guy because they fly everywhere and I've racked up so many free flights, so many drink coupons. I mean, the benefits have been amazing. I have friends who live in Detroit, so they use Delta all the time. They're flying first class. I've been take advantage people. My wife and I have been on vacations where we didn't pay for flights. We didn't pay for hotel rooms all because of points. And if you start early, which I did not because I didn't have this podcast or any veteran to tell me what to do. Oh my God, you will set yourself up. It will be ridiculous. So do that. Um, also, just so you know, when you get one of these gigs, the, basically the way it is going to work, you're going to get paid They'll probably pay you on a weekly thing. Some do some do hourly. I hate the hourly. Uh, I'd rather have a weekly rate. It's just it's just better. For me, that's my opinion. You might be an hourly guy. I mean, if hell, if they're working 70 hours and you got to get overtime, I'm sure that is hugely beneficial. But they're going to give you a rate and they're going to give you per diem. Always ask for per diem. Per diem is freaking key. Most companies are always going to do it especially on a mobile tour here. We'll just start with mobile tours. Mobile tours, they're going to probably pay you bi-weekly, probably direct deposit. They're going to pay your per diem. They're going to pay your hotel rooms. Um, and then, of course, they'll probably give you a corporate card to pay for gas and all you know crazy stuff while you're on the road. But they're going to take care of you. Like you, you don't really have to worry about anything. If for some reason you do have to pay for anything out of your own pocket, they'll just expense it back. Always have a credit card. For incidentals, most agencies will not cover incidentals. The ones that do, glorious. But 
that is few and far between, folks. Especially if you're on a mobile tour. Now, if you're on the fly and fly outs, I prefer, if an agency will let you do this, I prefer to find flight options for them. One, I've been on the agency side. I'd much rather have the MC be like, hey, here's a couple options. Then I don't have to look. Like that makes my life easier. I got so much shit to do anyway. If somebody's like, hey, here are a couple good options in the budget, boom, I'm just going to select that. So always ask if you book one of these fly and fly outs, if you can help them find a flight, because why not? I don't want to go. I don't want to have two stops. I want to go direct if possible. Sometimes you can't, but you know what I mean? And so, and that also, that helps with your airline points. So then you can kind of help them with their flights. Hotels, they're going to take care of that. They're usually going to take care of, you know, parking at the airport. Like for me, typically I got to get to the Nashville airport. So I'm either going to Uber there or I'm going to park. Also parking lot folks, find a good parking lot at your local airport and get points for them. So when you go on your own vacation, you can park there for free. I use the parking spot myself because they had one at LAX. They have one here in Nashville. I utilize it. They've got a pretty good point system as well. So you're going to pay for your park. You're going to pay for your Uber, but then you can expense all that stuff back. That's always key. Find that out if you can expense your airport transpo. Plus, once you get in to your city, they might pick you up. It's doubtful. I mean, 80% of the time I'm on my own, which I don't care. That's I'd much rather be on my own and not have to wait for somebody or deal with all that stuff. I'd rather pay 30 bucks for an Uber or if they give you a rental car, that's even better. And that's that's going to fluctuate as well. That's going to be 50-50. For some reason, some agencies can't figure out the whole rental car thing. Others can. It's glorious when you do get your own rental car because then the only thing you need, you need a credit card just to put down for safety and then you got to pay for your gas. But all these things you expense back at the end of your gig. So you don't it might suck up front, especially if you're traveling back to back to back to back to back to back weeks where there have been times where I'm like thousands of dollars in the hole because I've been paying for Ubers and parking and rental car gas and whatever it might be over and over and over again. And if you think about it, just, all right, I live in Nashville, as I mentioned. So if I'm going to Uber to the airport, it's going to be around 30 to 40 bucks. So to and fro, 60 to 80 dollars let's just say 80 on the high end so that's 80 bucks right there then i get into the city and if i don't have a rental car i'm gonna have to uber again to wherever and let's just say it's 20 to 30 bucks each way so let's just go on the high end again so let's just say 60 bucks so you're already at 140 dollars just for your ubers and if you're doing that over and over and over again or if they are like hey you pay for the rental car and then we'll pay you back Depending on where you're going, man, a rental car could be anywhere between 150 bucks to 500 bucks. I mean, that's just so that can get a little crazy after weeks and weeks of doing this. But they will end up paying you back. But then you're going to get into your hotel. Once you get your hotel, they're going to pay for that. But always have a just a extra credit card on hand for incidentals, because like I said, most of the time they are not going to handle your incidentals, and then you're good to go, man. I mean, that's. And now that's the life. And that's, you're traveling all over, doing awesome stuff, going to gigs that you would never imagine going to. I mean, 
it's pretty freaking cool. So this is what to expect when you first land your gig. I mean, you're going to, for those mobile tours, they're going to bring you in and they're going to train you for probably a day or two. The fly and fly out at that point, you don't really need training. They're probably going to send you some talking points and this and that, but then you're on your own and whatever that gig might be, it could be something where you are the attraction. When I was with Verizon on the Dew Tour, we had some cool stuff, <coughs> excuse me, but it was mainly me driving people in, running goofy contests, so I had to be on top of everything. Then there's other times where I've worked for PlayStation, and they've got a very like regimented schedule, and it's like, do this, 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 and this. So you don't even need to have an imagination <laughs> on some of those gigs. You just do what they tell you what's on the schedule. So, I mean, I like kind of where it's in between, where I have a little flexibility to do my own thing, but also, but not have to be the entire entertainment the entire time. So that's just my personal preference. But folks, it's, it's a ton of fun, man. And I, and I hope you guys have questions. If you do make sure to hit me up because I do have a lot of ideas for podcasts, but I'd also like to answer any questions that you guys might have uh, moving forward. I want to help you guys out as much as possible because I've mentioned training and I got to say my only training on shoe carnival, I showed up, my boss looked at me, handed me a microphone and said, entertain these people. That was my training. I don't want that to happen to you. I want to be able to help you guys out so that you are more prepared once you get up on that stage and get ready to rock it for a crowd. So please ask any questions uh, that you possibly can. <coughs> Excuse me. You can do so by hitting me up on Twitter. I'm at Trevor Anthony or on Instagram at Trevor Anthony Pitzel. Also, these will be on SoundCloud and iTunes at Almost a Rockstar Life. So on SoundCloud, I know you can leave comments. So throw some comments, throw some questions down, and then we'll, we're just going to keep rocking this. We're going to do this once a week and just coming up with awesome, awesome content for you guys. Plus, I will be sharing some really funny stories. I had a great poop story and who doesn't like a good poop story, but I'm running out of time. I only want to do these for 20 minutes so that I'm not dragging you down with me. I'm already over that 20 because I get very excited as you can tell about, uh, this life, but we're going to go now. Everyone have an, a rock star freaking week. Hit me up and make sure to subscribe and we will see you rock stars on the next almost a rock star life.